Hello and welcome to Idol Rumble, the official K-pop podcast at loverrumble.com, where we discuss weekly topics around all things K-pop. We're recording on August 22nd, 2022. I'm Rob, editor-in-chief at Lobby Rumble, and I'm joined by returning guests, Chris and Trick. How are you guys doing? Oh, same time? Same time? Same? Same time. <laughs> One, two, three. Good. Good. We're doing oh, oh. good. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get good. Okay, Chris, how are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. Coming off of a weekend plus one day of KCON stuff. I'm all KCON'd out, let me tell you. Mm. But doing good. Doing good. Trick, how how have you been doing since the last time you've been on? Yeah, still trying to recover. It was a really fun fun experience, but it's very tiring. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and so like you guys, we're all in the same place, so I'm pretty tired too. Uh, also, looking forward to what's coming this week, but I'll talk about that later. Since KCON LA was this previous weekend, there is a lot to talk about. So this week's show will slightly be modified to allow most of the time for KCON talk. But first, let's talk about new releases. In this section, we highlight and talk about some of our favorite releases for the previous week. First off, on August 16th, we got The Boys with Whisper, and then we have On and Off with Your Song and Craxy with Undercover. On the 17th, we have Bay 173 with Dash. On the 18th, we have Jaehyun of NCT with Forever Only. Jay Park with Bite. Ooh and Minoy with Ghosting. On the 19th, we have Blackpink with Pink Venom. And Wanho with Don't Hesitate, which is a universe release. And finally, on the 22nd, we've got Ive with After Like. And Six with 458. Chris, among this week's new releases, which would you pick as your favorite? Obviously, my pick for this week, uh, and Trick heavily agrees, obviously, is Blackpink, <laughs> Pink Venom. The queens are back. Yeah, we had, we queens... had to fight for this pick, I think. I think there's two that we were... Yeah, right, right. Yeah. right. There's, there's, there's definitely two that we had on our radar for different reasons. So Blackpink, Pink Venom, the four queens are back. They had a big uh, lead up to it. With the teasers and then the um, I forget what night it was, but they had the hour show where the girls came on talk show style uh, to talk about what they've been doing and then eventually show the video and then it eventually released to uh, music streaming services. But Pink Venom, an absolute blast of a song. It's great. It's uh, heavily, heavily uh on the hip-hop side of things where as it used to be more balanced with you know rapping and 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 the actual singing before i think this one is i don't i don't know the decision making behind it but it definitely showcased a lot of what jenny and lisa have uh which i don't mind as a lisa stan but fantastic song i loved it um it was gorgeous the video was amazing the pink venom music video on youtube is i think one of the fastest uh viewed to be viewed videos on youtube obviously because it's black pink and uh yeah it's it's amazing i don't know what else really to say about it other than go watch it and go listen to it i completely agree what a banger right <clears throat> yeah um my only gripe is we waited two years for this right <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming this is just a taste because this isn't this yeah. is just like the taste that yeah. I believe this is a yeah, pre-release. Yeah, yeah. Nom, nom, nom. Pre-release, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but there's gonna be a full was, like another music video when the albums drops. Like, was this worth the two-year wait? Is this, that's my only question that I'm asking myself. I like I love the song, right? But is it like 
did it I, I felt like because it was two years of waiting i think my expectations were a little bit too high and i don't think they met that that's my mm. only gripe but the song itself is a banger 100 percent. it panders to like I, 90s hip-hop too not just hip-hop oh for sure especially that second verse where it's just straight up lisa and um yeah. jenny rapping 90s style yeah yeah that was sure. my favorite part I I think yeah, there's there's definitely merit to what you're saying, Trick. I think because they're Blackpink, their music is weighted way heavier than anybody mm-hmm. else, um, which you know opens them up to uh, criticism of whether or not they lived up to whatever. Themselves. Yeah, exactly, their yeah. own weight, right? But yeah. I think mm-hmm. what this did, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not fully there with, with what you're saying, but I am like, okay, give me what's next. What I think what, yeah. where I am is this was just a reminder of what they can do and mm-hmm. how much, um, how I, I should say how little they need to do, but at the same time, uh, just show off how big they can be with just you know um a song like this i think this is like a uh not a throwback but it's a it's like it's a taste kind of like how whistle was where the beat and the song itself is a little bit minimalistic but it's showing off that as much as the girls can do with a song like this which um you know makes it a huge global thing again it does feel like a Costco sample, right? For what they oh are going to bring to us. What, is, what am I trying? What am I trying? Is it a sausage? Uh, you know, is the this venom, the Wagyu? You know? Is this the Wagyu? The venom. It could be the Wagyu. It's just, but if the goal was, hey, give them a taste and make them want more, it, it's doing its job. You know what I mean? It's it's doing what it's supposed to. And, and I'm hoping that's, that's what it is, right? Um, if the album does drop, and this is like the best song on the on on the album. Then I'm a little disappointed. So uh, one thing I will say, because I think there's some um, critics out there that agree with that. One thing I do I would say is I think if anyone else dropped this track, I think it's auto number one. I think mm-hmm. because black because it's black pink, it's like okay, well now wow me with with something that and hundred yeah. percent agree. Yeah, it's as far as I know, this is a pre-release, so it's not like the end all be all Blackpink because it's sort of similar to, I guess, the most recent example is Cravity with Boogie Woogie. That's a pre-release, but they (laughs) I didn't know we were bringing Cravity into the conversation this early. No, that's that's their pre-release. So that's not like the A, this is for later. (laughs) For me personally, like, um. Like I said, I think my favorite part was the verse, the rap verse, but the chorus was not my favorite Blackpink chorus that they've done. It was a little too, I guess, simple and not that catchy compared to like other stuff. What do you guys think about the chorus? Uh, I mean, I might have to disagree. It's oh. it's really catchy. Really? <laughs> I don't know what else to. Yeah, it's I'm it's not pretty catchy. That. It's really catchy. Mm. I'm I'm I, I will walking say that- around my house today go and yeah. taste that taste pink that pudding. exactly pudding. Taste, uh, i guess i guess it. i'm in the in the minority then i i will say that the pre-chorus with um jisoo and rose uh is really strong to only lead into a simpler chorus 
But like I said before, I think this is a throwback to something like Whistle, where the beat is super simple and the 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 lines itself, the lyrics itself is super simple, where like Trick said, you'll just be humming it or mumbling it in the hall without realizing it. Well, yeah, I, actually, I think it it is catchy, but it's not like something that I was like uh, that I'm like, oh, this is this is nice. This is a nice chorus. Uh, it just wasn't for me. Got it. Yeah, that was fair. But I think I was going to segue Trick because his pick uh, is the opposite. I think I think when Trick brings up his pick, it's very flashy and very big. Yeah. Okay. So for my pick, um, and I think it's I think it's one um, A and one B this week. To be honest, looking at the lineup, I picked Ives after like. So Ooh. this was another case of you know kind of waiting for a comeback um, after such a strong start because I've gave us two incredible tracks right with Eleven mm-hmm. and Love Dive and you have to think to yourself, like, how can you top? Because the, the, those two tracks alone got them on the billboards for, like, weeks, I think. Like, they were... they. I, I can't remember exactly what record they broke, but they were they were up there as far as, like, um, Korean Korean girl groups go. And so, like, they, I, I felt like they had, like, big shoes to fill. Like, their own shoes, I guess, essentially. Uh, so Afterlight came out, and it did not disappoint. Is so catchy. It's so um, like uplifting. I think they. So I found out today because I because that's the sample or the the backs the sound itself sounded so familiar. It samples um, "I Will Survive" by mm. Gloria Gaynor. I will survive. Oh, when, when when I first heard that, I thought it was that. Uh, I thought it was that song that you hear at Filipino weddings, like to get the aunties and uncles up, uh, can't take my eyes oh off my of you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think you can say the electric slide. It, it's, at least in, it's in the same field, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, so it's sample. That's a really strong song to sample too, right? Like you can't just take that song. It's like a classic and do whatever you want with it. Um, but they, uh, they made it their own and it's, um, yeah, it was just, it was, literally what i expected um from an ive song the only issue i have again this kind of falls into the same trap that blackpink has right because it's so hard like if you're looking at just this list alone right of all the recent recent releases it's hard to compare blackpink and ive to any one of them right so so what do you have to what you have to do is compare ive to itself um and as much as I like this song, I don't know if it's better than their two originals. Like, it's really, really good. But I can't say it's number one or two on their, on their like, catalog of songs. You know what I mean? You also have to look at, um, from, ev- from every aspect, right? Like, I, feel, I felt like Eleven and Love Dive had, like, really iconic moments, especially, like, in the dance routine. Uh, after, like, didn't really have anything flashy right the song is great you're, and the dance tell, is cool. you're telling me those big old explosions at the end weren't weren't flashy for you no no, no the <laughs> dance. i'm talking about the dance right uh, like so 11 you know how they're like you know when they bite their thumb mm-hmm. on the set on on 11 and then love dive with the uh da 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 where they point to each other like those are pretty like iconic moments in in that dance routine like love mm. after like kind of like you know just is a cool dance it's a cool song but like 
nothing to like really take away from. Uh, I thought in you know, general that, there wasn't that much dance. I think there's a lot of like music video, like uh, glamour shots in this one. I, I still haven't seen the stage for it yet, so there might oh, be something okay. there. Watch the stage first. Watch the stage first, mm-hmm. and then and then let me know. But yeah, like my favorite part is that like a uh, pre pre chorus, the one before, the one with Liz, and then the second one was with Gal. Yeah, that, that's pretty catchy. I, I, I think the chorus in this song is pretty. I think we weren't we singing it right before we recorded. Uh, I think the chorus is pretty um, catchy in this song. I, I would agree with Trick on the uh the lack of or of like yeah, point I think dances. Trick says the lack of yeah dances. Like, cause I'm I'm singing the chorus, but I'm not sure what to do with my hands. I probably have to watch the stage too when they release that. But um, I I the video was cool because. I think more so than uh, Love Dive and Eleven, there were some scenes, some shots where it really showcased each girl individually, mm-hmm. which I thought was really neat. Um, and then, of course, that big, you know, fireworks scene at the end, Rob, that you mentioned, which I, were practical, fire, were real fireworks, not green screened, which I thought was really bold of them, but they nailed it. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, you pretty much got only one chance because I right. know at least for sure that last the very last uh, montage of fireworks was practical. I'm not sure about everything else because I did see like that behind the scenes uh, wherever video. But yeah. yeah, it was crazy. And then um, also the whole thing with like, oh, they're all like being filmed by cameras and stuff. Some of those were even like practical or practical cameras that they showed up in the actual edit, especially in that mm-hmm. last part where there are fireworks and then you see that. Mm-hmm one on like the RC car or whatever rail, like going around them and it cuts to that shot. But other than that, it was pretty, it was a pretty fun video. Like if, if I didn't surrender my pick to you guys first, I would have picked this one for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So for my pick this week, I got Wanho with Don't Hesitate. This song is an electronic dance song and the sort of feels of like Calvin, of a Calvin Harris. Uh, It's just really catchy. When I was going through this week's songs, uh, there's a lot of boy group stuff. And then I think most of it was maybe like that, like hard hitting, like hype music, which isn't really my my bag. But this one has got just like that super catchy dance tune to it. But other than that, um, this was a universe um, release, but it seems like it seems like universe is only having exclusivity just for a couple of days, because as of this recording, it's now available on YouTube. So you can watch it there now instead of having to boot up an app. So that was Blackpink with Pink Venom, Ive with Afterlike, and Wanho with Don't Hesitate. Like we said at the top of the show, the spotlight section will cover our time at KCON LA 2022. So let's start with a recap of the weekend. Uh, so on Friday, we had the convention and rookies. So Chris, you were the only one who went to to KCON that day. You want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. And I could just make stuff up since I'm the only one that went. And you guys will believe me. <laughs> I believe uh, no, you. Friday... <laughs> Friday was Friday was a fantastic how should I put this uh not a teaser but it it definitely displayed what the weekend was going to be about it started strong once we got in we walked around a bit and then um we got word that Stacy would be on stage uh and we we went we went to the main stage in the middle of the convention floor where there's this big, uh, we can describe it more as we go along, but this big stage, square stage that's barricaded 
um, off onto the sides where everyone was waiting. And Bev joined the waiting. Bev and I joined um, the waiting there. And when they came, we couldn't believe how close we were. We couldn't believe that they were actually just, you know, walking in front of us and then performing in front of us. Everyone was recording. We had our light sticks. It was, it was probably one of the best starts to any convention I could have ever asked for. One of the groups that I was there for was actually right in front of us. And it's what you I would go to KCON for, right? Where you see your favorites and they're right in front of you. You have their, your, their light stick and uh, you're singing along to their songs. And they had a, a pre-planned um, dance set where they uh, performed a part of each song as like a medley. So they, they did that for four or five of their songs, just a snippet of each. And they performed uh, that medley three times, which I don't know if the third time was planned, but I'll take it as much <laughs> Stacy as possible. Uh, and from there, it was it was uh, just that kind of day. We we saw a bunch of groups that we were not um, uh, familiar with, which was cool. I know Rob really wanted us to broaden our horizons, and we did. We saw a couple of other rookies, including like Cravity and Tier One, um, and then towards the end of the day, it was Rookies Night that we lined up for. Uh, to see uh, Cravity, Lightsome, Stacy, and Tia Wen perform in the Hall G stage, which is the stage inside of the convention center, so not the big Crypto.com arena, but just big enough to accommodate the people that bought that pass. And it was nice. They all performed, uh, I think, three songs each, and they had some games in the middle uh, where they competed against each other, and the winning group... Uh, was Cravity. <laughs> of course, of course which, it was. <laughs> which I will prelude this whole thing. I think, I, I told you guys this, I've seen more of Cravity this whole weekend <laughs> than I think I've seen of any group ever, which I don't know how I feel about that. But Not there a bad we go, thing. Cravity. Well, what did they get no, for no. winning? I, I'm surprised that they announced a, a winner. Yeah, well, so because they had a few games that were based off of points and um, Cravity won through uh, the last game, which was worth the most points, you know, for that comeback mechanic. Mm. But they were already winning anyway. Um, I th- what, what did they win again? I forget. I think it was um, the chance to. Oh, I remember. So we all picked tickets. Everyone attending the rookies night. We all picked tickets. And we put it in the box of our uh, the group that we were there for. And whatever group won, they would take that box and pick winners out of that box um, uh. for, I think, red carpet tickets. And so all the Cravity fans got a chance to win the red carpet tickets. Oh, so it was like one ticket per, per fan or something? You couldn't like p- spread your eggs out or, or whatever? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you got one ticket and then you got to put it in one box. Mm-hmm. I should have, I was thinking about putting it in um, a box other than Stacy to increase my chances because Stacy had a strong showing. But uh-huh. um, news to me, Gravity had a big showing too that night. So what, what were the games like? Like, were they like skill based or knowledge based? Right. Well, the the there's a couple that are skill based. So <laughs> the first one was arm wrestling, and it was guys versus guys, and then girls versus girls. Say, uh, gravity versus Stacy. <laughs> and unfortunately, Stacy is not as strong as Lightsome. Let me tell you, they got dunked on. Oh, and then uh, to even out the physical competition, um, they moved the second round of that. And so, so obviously, you can't have arm wrestling, like you said, gravity versus Stacy. So they did a jump rope competition of uh, the oh, two wow. people, one rope 
kind of thing. Uh, see how many jumps you can get in. Um, oh wow! And the, and then what was the other one? Oh, the other one was create a dance from these emojis. And so, I mean, how do you judge that? It was just based <laughs> off of how many fans you had in the crowd, honestly. Uh, but that's okay. It was still fun. Popularity contest. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, I think I saw like clips from the previous year um, with like Luna and AB6 and whoever else was there. They're just like playing Flip Cup and Olivia Hay like did it on the first try. <laughs> no, I... Would you recommend uh, Friday night to um, a new KCON goer that um, that isn't necessarily a fan of any of the rookies? I think so. Um I well you, with the with the caveat you said uh, none of the rookies I don't know I, it's tough yeah. it's not that expensive right. I think it was like I think it was like sixty dollars or something on top of the oh, okay. the ticket already so it's kind of like if you're there on Friday you might as well get your money's worth mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because if none of the four there were anyone I was interested in I don't even know if I would have pulled the trigger I, I I went we Bev and I went because of Stacy obviously but I'm right. glad I went because the other groups were fun to watch. I- how was the um getting into the concert though, or essentially the <laughs> the line? Do we want to see that for Deltas, or am I talking about yeah, that you, now? You can talk about it now. It's, it, it could oh, okay. Work. Okay. So it's that was one of the tough points of Friday. Uh, as as mm-hmm. um the day went on, nothing was nothing was really totally wrong that day except except mm-hmm. the queue for rookie night. So they have the mm. um. They have a line for that particular hall because that's also where they did uh, the high touches for that day. And so they had an right. established line that zigzags throughout the hall. Um, but for rookie night, it wasn't really monitored. So after the zigzag part, it was kind of a free for all for for how you lined up. I think the crowd did. did a, we did our best to do a man-made line. By the way, yeah. a lot of KCON, just man-made lines. Honestly, I don't know how... I, I can't did explain you, it. Did everyone but, respect the bad made line though? They, they did it? up until they didn't. So <laughs> at, there's at some point, at some point when it got close to going in, one of the security guards at the front was like, all right, everyone get up. I don't know what else he said, but that triggered people to move forward. And wow. so you have this zigzag line in order, but when we all went to condense, we all just ran forward. So the line lost all its integrity, all its composure. People were obviously behind where they were meant to be and in front of where they meant to be. And we were just this, it's, it's like, it was like a feeding frenzy for COVID. That's how close everyone was. We were just shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. trying to push each other in. And it was, it was pretty gross. Yeah. I'm definitely jealous about uh Friday night. Cause I was hanging out with my friend on Friday and just seeing like your updates on social media and our text threads. I was like, Maybe I should want to go watch Stacy. Just if I could just be at that little center stage at KCON Square. Mm-hmm. I think that would have made my day. But Oh, I will say, yeah, that's a good point. Because I will say about what about Friday? Because people are, you know, at work and it's the first day. It was definitely the calmest day out on the floor. I felt mm-hmm. like I could have done anything at any time and have good standing room for Stacy, even though Bev, uh, Bev and I got there kind of close to the time that they showed up, it was still a decent time. Whereas I know Rob, when we tried to go see Itzy, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you get there right on time, it's impossible to get a good, get a good spot. So, yeah. Yeah. It was just 
craziness, but we'll talk about that when we get on to Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on Friday that you want to talk about? Nope. Uh, or actually, uh, how was the like um, the concert? Like, did you was it like rubbing shoulders? Did, what, did you have, did you have enough room because it was GA? Uh, the concert was the concert itself in terms of the audience. I think it was fine. I, um, in fact, there was a lot of room behind everyone. So if people wanted to scoot back, if they wanted to be nice at all, they could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, you know, everyone's pushing forward. So it was kind of shoulder to shoulder. And then if you wanted that room, obviously you can go backwards and that's where the nicer people were. But um, yeah, it, it, like, like you described, it's GA. It's a free for all. There was no one trying to fight to the front, uh, you know, that was in the back. Mm-hmm. No one was, uh, at least... Yeah for where me and Bev were standing. But the unfortunate part for GA is I know trick is you're a little tall, but for people like yeah. me and Bev, no matter where you are, unless you're up against the rail, you gotta, you gotta find the right spot to see them mm-hmm. and it gets tough yeah. for them. The more you move back. So luckily we had an okay spot to see them. Um, and then, you know, of course, when people bring up their cameras, sometimes you just have to watch their camera. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what, what's the production like compared, compared to like a Saturday or Sunday concert? Oh, I mean, that was in Crypto.com Arena. That's where the Lakers play. I, I, there's really no comparison. I think it's more closer to like uh, an an intimate concert um, where the, where you know when we saw them perform out on the stage in, in uh, the convention center itself. I think it's a lot yeah. like that, just darker and then you know a background, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, because uh, going back to like the GA thing with like everyone being tall and us being not average for our ethnicity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the struggle. But um, I was like, where are you going with this? No, I, I, I was trying to find a, a, a thing to say, but because um, I literally saw like this dude on TikTok. Uh, he's just he's like this tall dude. And he's like, oh, I was at the Luna concert and then I pretty much got canceled because I'm tall. And they didn't want me being in front of them. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I uh, remember what was that Sunday or something where that dude that's like double our height was like in front of us <laughs> yeah. at the KCON yeah. square. Yep. Yeah, I remember that too. See, I don't, I'm not going to knock anyone for their God-given gifts. Use what you have. But I hate when, because I think that same guy you're talking about, Rob, I hate when they hold their cameras up above their head. It's like, you already have the height. Like, let's not. <laughs> You're cheating. You're cheating. Hold it, like, hold just it to your chest to... and you'll still be fine. Exactly. Like, just watch. Whatever, man. I don't care about your height, but when you add another foot, I uh, hate it. Yeah, like, hate it. Uh, I remember I told you guys that uh, at the concert that I went to uh, on sun- Sunday, the girl in front of me, like, because we were all sitting down, like, we were, like, the sitting down section. We, were, we weren't really signing up. She had her hand just, like, fully extended that it, like, blocked my f- view during the concert. I was like, uh, can, can, can you stop? Because usually people, like, <laughs> just just uh, shake their light sticks, like, head level. And then this girl's just, like, raising it up, like, fully extended, like, at, for periods at a time. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, so that was Friday. Let's get to Saturday when we all were able to join the festivities. Uh, where to start? Trick, when before we go, like, how where were you? When did you join in? Because I remember you joined us, like, uh, when we were at the stage that one time, but uh, did you do anything before then? So, I, I, 
so with conventions, um, and it, this being my first time, what I like to do is, in my mind, I, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to see everything eventually, right? So what I like to do is I like to hit up the merch sections first just mm-hmm. to get, like, you know, a head start on essentially just buying whatever I want. Um, and so that's what I did. I checked out what was there. Uh, we, I know we've discussed this on previous podcasts, but there's this, like, local k-pop store that we have next to um, close to where chris lives and mm-hmm. um essentially the way they've laid out you know their products they had merch tables very similar to how they would lay their stuff out um a lot of the similar stuff too you had posters uh, albums everything else my biggest concern was how inflated are the prices um at the store that i'm buying it and then i you know I found out eventually that everyone's pricing their albums and their posters and their cards very similarly. So I didn't feel, I felt like, okay, good. I felt relieved because I'm paying what I should be um, here in the West, right? For a product that's in Korea. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty happy to see that at least, that I wasn't getting gypped. Um, Outside of the merchandise, uh, you know, it was a good good experience initially. I'm assuming Friday, you know, like what Chris said, it wasn't as packed. Um, you can kind of ease your way in. I jumped in, you know, with all the sharks. Everyone was doing their dance covers, <laughs> dance covers to the left, mukbangs to the right. I'm like, what? What is happening here? Um, but you know, a good walk around, like you do a full circle, and you know, you kind of just like you, you get embodied into the environment. Um, it felt good. It felt, it felt like, okay, one lap around and I kind of knew where everything was. I knew what to look out for, what to watch and when to watch. Um, yeah, that, that was my initial like reaction when I got there. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's, let's talk about, uh, like the group's timeline as a whole until you, you caught up with us. So, uh, we initially left our hotel to try to catch, the first thing that we saw that had like a celebrity that we were interested in, which was the dream stage Kepler event at the KCON square. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. This sort of leads into one of the uh, problems that sort of arise was that this year, the programming um, programming pamphlet wasn't really clear if like if artists would be there or not. So what the dream stage was, was that they were pretty much auditioning, 100 plus everyday con goers anyone could have joined to join the stage later at the concert for kepler so we were there for like maybe 70 contestants until we were like maybe they're not coming uh so we ended up leaving and then we went to go to i think it was called star square where gravity was having a little uh small meet and greet so we went there <laughs> first. my third my third Gravity <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah, so uh we oh, so because everyone was still at the Kepler stage waiting for Kepler, uh we went to Gravity, so we were able to get pretty close. Like I think we were maybe three people rows behind the barricade. Yeah. So we were able to like decently see except for that light that's so inconveniently placed <laughs> for at least yeah. the people on that side. But other than that, when that finished, I think we went back over, I think. You could hear pretty much. You could tell if uh, if an artist was on the floor. If it, if you could hear copious amounts of people screaming, 
Yeah, and we, running towards the same place. Yeah. yeah, so we heard that coming back from the square. So it turns out Kepler did come out, but they did like the sort of surprise appearance at the end of the audition competition part that they were there to sort of do their own little little judging at the end to pick who they want to be on stage with them. But uh, where we were, we were in the back, but we we're still able to see them because the KCON Square, it what it is raised, so you could see generally. Uh, the people on it, except for if there's just really tall people in front of, front of us, like we were talking did, about did earlier. They, did Kepler themselves, Kepler themselves, picked the the people on stage? Yeah. So they they had uh, a guest judge sort of like vet the first couple of groups to or the first round to put them over. But I think uh, Kepler was watching like um, live feeds, and so they could uh, pick when they came out. So it's not. Like, Everyone got to go again in front of Kepler. They, I think they had like a live feed that they were watching. So they came out and then they were um, picking who they wanted. So like, oh, number, whatever, number, whatever. And I don't think Kepler did anything, right? They they were just like making an appearance and watching uh, videos yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that was that thing. And then I think the next one that we saw that something was happening, or actually we went to the KCON stage in the corner in the back right corner, because we saw that Kepler was going to come out again. And then we went during the I and I interview, I think it's like called <laughs> first time in LA. I and I, for those not in the know, I and I is actually the season two winners of produce one one Japan. They were able to get like their little interview stage, but uh, all of us that weren't in the know at the time, we we're just like, whatever, because they're also like a J-pop group, and I guess not a lot of people were there for them, but there were some pretty enthusiastic fans in front of us. So yeah, they yeah, got for I and I, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, but actually, like, um, besides like sort of like little hosting hiccups, and that's another thing that the host this year, it, it felt like they weren't like really, um, I guess you could say trained to be host. That some parts right. are like a little awkward. And also there are like a lot of technical difficulties that the, they were given a timer of like however long they had half that time or whatever. But all in all, like when I and I did their stage, I was like a little bit impressed because usually J-pop's not as like sharp movement based um, compared to K-pop, but they put on a, they, their set was pretty cool, but we all know we were there for Kepler. So we we're able to stay and then sort of get a decent view. And the <laughs> KCON stage is a lot higher than the uh, KCON square. So we we're there just watching Kepler just do a little interview, have a little um, little game corners, and then also do like some sort of relay dance. And that was fun just seeing everybody. Uh, other than that, I think we walked around for a little bit and then... Uh, we were questioning if we should go see the uh, the Time to Dance Itzy because we weren't sure if they were going to show up. So I was like, oh, th there's this thing called KCON Tour Opening Ceremony. And then we were like, oh, I don't think Stacey's going to be there, though, because I, I think you guys said that they were at Universal Studios or something. <laughs> no, we were we were just saying that there's no <laughs> there was no reason for them to be there because Friday yeah. they had a show mm -hmm. and Sunday they were playing in the arena. So Saturday, there's nothing on the schedule for them to show for. So we we're like, why would they be here at all? But mm -hmm. they but made they us were, a liar. After walking around a little bit, because it was a while after the Kepler stage that we, we were walking around. I think we also went to go do that CJ uh, little 
um, gaming center place where we got to make our mm-hmm. own like little um, name tags. The ones that you see artists wearing during their tech stages to like get the cameras on the right person. We got to make those, take pictures, play these competitive games. The only thing is that if you show up alone, it's sort of because I you're everything is like versus games. So like they have to go through the line and ask if anyone else is like a solo person to like get them for you. So it can be a little um, daunting for like solo people that were going through that, but it wasn't that bad, but we got to play basketball, play horseshoes with like olive rings, whatever that brand's called. Uh, do this little rearrange puzzle, do this hopscotch competitive thing that was confusing a little bit. And one of the highlights for us was uh, this little like knock each other off of this um, gym ball thing. But that was fun. But after that, it was already by the time um, that KCON tour thing came up. So I was like, oh, let's go check it out. Uh, and then it turns out that all the rookies were there because they were there advertising the KCON tour that's coming up um, after KCON. So TO1 came out, Lightsum came out, Gravity. And then the one that we weren't, weren't banking on was uh, Stacy. They were there too. So they just had like little little interviews, but it was just nice seeing, seeing all of them there. And then For, fourth time sings gravity, by the way, <laughs> keeping count <laughs> the gravity count. And then uh, after that, we heard screaming coming back from these the, the uh, KCON square that, oh, maybe Itzy is there. And then what do you know? Uh, Char Young and and, you know, were there uh, teaching sneakers and uh, I forget the second song, but. It was already pretty crowded by the time we got there. I think that was that the one where the super tall dude was at, or was that? Yep, that's the one. That's <laughs> yeah. the one. It's the. So yeah, uh, we were able to catch that. Um, I didn't really get to see them like personally because we were in the back and really short. But uh, I found a I found a shoulder hole, you know, just to <laughs> see where, <laughs> see through some people's bodies. Uh, but yeah, they were just there teaching some of their point dances and. I guess maybe expecting us to dance too, but we were all just like shoulder to shoulder. Uh, but um, you guys have anything to add for a Saturday convention? Um, not you want to go nothing. first. Yeah, sure, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, I. Well, let me let me start off with a good point. The, I think one of the cool things that I, I hadn't realized until I was there Saturday with you guys was this the stars are here right they are on the floor with mm-hmm. us which makes kcon such a cool and unique convention where um if you were there to see kepler oh man you got your chance to see kepler like you you honestly had a legit two twice and then and then later on the evening at the concert you could see your favorite uh if you were there for itsy you could have waited the 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 square you know, for however long before to get a good spot to see Cher Young and Yuna. So, um, and then, you know, Stacy during the opening ceremony, et cetera, et cetera. So that, I think it didn't hit me until Saturday where I was like, man, like this is, you know, this is the, this is the one time where you can be this close to your favorites. Um, Otherwise, you know, you're paying for thousand dollar tickets to get that close uh, at their concerts. Um, I, that was definitely a plus. I think one of the uh, critiques I have, though, of of the convention, it was definitely known here, where, like you said, Rob, the 
events that went on during the convention weren't well documented. You know, we got a schedule, but you, you know, when they say dream stage Kepler, there's no explanation of what that is. You can hunt through the Twitter to try to figure out what that means. Uh, but you know, what we found was, is Kepler coming? No one really knows if Kepler is coming. Right. And, and there's a bunch of events that were like that. It's something, 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 the band name. Are they just dancing to their songs? Is it a fan meetup? Um, like time to dance itsy. We weren't sure if that means itsy's coming back, coming out, mm-hmm. or if if you know people are just dancing to its music because there was clearly stages where people are just dancing to that band's music and that and that group didn't come out, uh, and there was nothing defined anywhere saying that itsy's coming out, let alone two members of itsy. Like no, that was unknown, and whether that was intentional or not, who knows? But I think that is not the best strategy for conventions. Cause then you have people running all over the place, trying to figure out where to go. Uh, and imagine, you know, if, if it sees your favorite, you don't know if they're coming, uh, you know, are you going to miss the convention waiting there, waiting, waiting for them for a, a chance to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, that, that, that could have been done a little bit better. And, and who knows how many groups that we might've missed that day. I think there was, uh, I think Rob, you might've saw that there was an hyphen thing near the dancing area in the, in mm-hmm. the, uh, top yeah, we, left. We pretty much left the, uh, dance all day stage area alone just cause right. it was like, there was a lot of like selfie stuff that was going on, but we were just following the groups that we were following in the kick on square right. and kick on stage. And, uh, yeah. Right. Right. So I, but all in all, I think we played it well enough to where we saw the groups we wanted to see. But, you know, in some in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, we that could have been planned better on the convention part for us to not have to gamble on some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely know in the past because I previously went to uh, KCONs in 2018, 2019. But I think the programming was a lot more clearer that I think even outside of the actual areas, they had like billboards or not billboards, but just like little sign pickets that said like, oh, this group is going to be here in addition to the actual program. I think it was a lot more clear. It's just this one is a little more vague than previous years. But other than that, yeah, um, that's that's a great point that. The artists are here just out and about with us for the price of the convention ticket, which is yeah, yeah. $50 and some change that you get to Super see affordable. be right up there if you wanted to without paying mm-hmm. paying extra. Like we all know that they're like VIP tickets at concerts that when they come by for like another hundred bucks to be able to high touch and stuff like that. But here they're just like out and about on the floor. Like obvi- they're obviously li- like, um, kept under security while they're going through the floor and stuff like that. And we'll also talk about a little mishap that we had on Sunday when we were waiting for something. But uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Just like, oh, one of the top groups from the top labels is just like out and about, just like walking around and well, being escorted around. But yeah, that that was pretty cool. Um, But we'll talk about more of that stuff um, in the next day, because definitely having this information from Saturday assisted us on in our um programming on sunday yeah well i felt okay so um i felt like you okay the full disclosure like i had a baby with me right <laughs> full disclosure i had a i had a baby and my wife with me right uh, and so i felt like 
the, you two and I had different experiences, right? Because I couldn't be front row f- for the for the stages, right? I couldn't mm-hmm. be I couldn't wait in the in the you know for artists to come by, right? Because you know I had a baby to tend to, which was fine, right? I will say because um, I had a lot of trouble with this question, right? Like I was on forums asking, is it okay to bring a baby? Like, is it normal? Is, is it um, is it accessible? And the answer is yes to all of the above. I didn't get any answer, so I kind of just took a took a gamble um, and brought my wife and my baby with me. I saw maybe. 10 11 other kids there so i i want to say yeah if you have a child and you want to go to kcon go for it like it's fun it's worth it not so much the concert but the convention area mm-hmm. um is very kid accessible i'm not saying i'm not going to say kid friendly because it does get loud in certain places um but there's definitely areas where um like resting areas where if you wanted to put your kid to sleep you just walk over there and everyone's pretty quiet um away from all the noise uh, so with us having a different experience, um, and again, like we all like different groups, right? Like I'm not, I, I like Stacy and the music, but I'm not the biggest fan, right? But it was like what I and I, Gravity, Kepler. So those groups, I'm not like all in 100%, right? So while while you were watching, I had time to kind of scope out the area. Um, the one thing I did appreciate about KCON is that you have the options, right? To not just sit around and wait for the next group right that that you have there's so much out there in the convention hall um that you can do so right when you walk in i'm kind of briefly mentioned but there was a buck bong station so you can watch people eat if that's your <laughs> if that's your thing on youtube they're also you handing out a uh, pretty good samples too not just like little costco samples <laughs> but like full-on like uh yeah. dumplings and what was the other like right. chicken karage or whatever Right. Like the culture is crazy, right? They have that. That's part of the culture, what watching people eat. Um, there's a section where there were artists that um, I didn't get to see, but I saw afterwards, like on YouTube, that, that did relay dances. So they would, they had artists like Kepler too, I think was one of them, where they would yeah. dance other artists' dances. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were yeah. you guys there for that? We were there on Sunday. We were there for NMIX. Oh, on Sunday. Oh, NMIX. Okay. They did um, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's that's really cool right they mm-hmm. the other artists kind of recognizing and appreciating other artists uh dance um you had a big mcdonald's section on the left uh <laughs> there was <laughs> i will so this is what shocked me because my wife was telling me there's a section dedicated to finding talent so um i don't know if you guys will just like walk, walk past it or kind of didn't didn't really recognize it but there's a section where you you were being recorded covering a dance yeah and yeah, yeah. apparently uh i'm at least my wife told me that's how alan was found at, at oh. one of these conventions where he covered it like la native right he covered a dance and that's how they were <laughs> like native oh wow you can, be, you, can, you can be a k-pop star uh yeah yeah so there was a line of people like you know of all uh, of all races and all shapes and sizes <laughs> um that were like i could be a k-pop star too and yeah i mean you could watch them do their covers and clap and and whatnot but that was interesting that they're basically scouting a uh, western talent 
Yeah, I think um, they actually even had like an actual panel room where they had like more serious auditions in, in the panel uh, hall for yeah. I think the upcoming Boys Planet. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, the the sequel yep. to Girls Planet 999. I think they're having like open auditions up there or whatever. Oh, yeah. So yeah, and outside of that, you get the merch and um and whatnot. So I will say while there is a lot to do, I know this sounds ironic, but while there is a lot no. to do, I feel like it could have been filled out more. And yeah. I don't know what that more is, but I feel like with K-pop growing as a culture, we'll see a lot more content in these conventions. But for what it is right now, I think it was really good. Like the things that you can yeah. do there. Yeah, I want to I want to circle back to that after we go over this stuff cuz I, I it's interesting you say that you're contradicting yourself cuz I I agree with your second opinion. I actually thought that there wasn't a lot to do when you're waiting for artists. I well, thought at the same time did it, I was only there for one day though. Right. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's and true. you're also weren't like camping out like we were on Sunday. But yeah, now that's my take for for a one dayer for someone that's just there for a day. I honestly feel like you can knock everything out um, if you wanted to. And the content that they did they did give me for that day was really good. Was worth what the forty dollars that I paid fifty dollars. The big differences were just the uh, who, which artists were like uh, going around on the floor each day. But I'll tell you that compared to the 18 and 19, there was less to do. Uh, like there were less booths. Um, I think there the floor was even bigger. But I think it might have been just because maybe they didn't they wanted to test the waters post COVID. Just because like instead of like cramming everyone to everywhere, then I think that's that's what happened. But yeah, there's definitely a lot more to do previously. Very dance heavy though. If you're a fan of just like watching people dance. Yeah. You can yeah. be here all day. I think it's 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 a big <laughs> yeah. it's a big part of the, the culture. Uh so now let's talk about the concert on, on Saturday, day one. Um so in alphabetical order, we got ATs, Cravity, and Hypen, INI, Itsy, Kepler, Lightsome, and Stray Kids. So what was your guys' uh takes on the concert? Because I wasn't I was personally not there. The the 80s concert yeah. featuring everyone the else. 80s. <laughs> 80s concert. Um, so I, just to put this out there, this was a stacked concert. Saturday night was I'm sorry, Rob, you didn't go, but yeah. close your ears. But this was like, oh man, I couldn't believe how how incredible this was. This? Yeah. You didn't. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Yeah, so the reason Trick and I are saying 80s and everyone else, for some reason, 80s opened up the show and they didn't let go. Uh, they played like eight <laughs> songs, Trick? Was that eight or nine songs? At least, at least seven. But yeah, eight or nine. And at least seven. After, after the third or fourth, we kept looking at each other and looking at Bev like, Itzy has to get this many. Itzy, Itzy has to get this many. It's, yeah. until, until it got unreasonable and we were like an hour in and 80s was the only act. Um, but with that said, ATs was amazing. They were great. They put on a show for sure. Uh, their, their sets were incredible. Uh, I get why people like boy groups. They're super high energy, super high octane, um, performances and ATs did not disappoint. They're great. Uh, it's different, definitely a different flavor, right? Like compared to girl groups. Yeah. 
for sure for sure and then uh and then they had what i kind of like with this concert and then the sunday night concert they had some of the performers from some of the groups actually be the host so uh mm-hmm. for saturday night it was the um i you know fans forgive me but it was one of the guys from stray kids i think it's the leader right uh from stray ben, kids ben yeah Jan? yeah 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 is that the leader rob yeah yeah, and not, his not English the, is not the super tall because it, it would have either been Felix or Bang Chan. Cause the awesome. No, it was, it was Chen. It was no, Chen. we know Felix. We know Felix. <laughs> we know Felix. We know we we love Felix. Um, yeah. yeah, and he was he was a good moderator for sure. I mean, his English is strong, so I don't know what. And he, he's very mm-hmm. charismatic, so he let us in. And then from there, it was kind of a mix of, um performers doing like one song and then coming back later or doing their two allocated songs and then not coming back later it was very strange how they did yeah. it but like for instance gravity did maybe their two songs introduce themselves and that was their day right but um itsy performed a surprise uh performance with bb rexa their their song their collab with um <laughs> The with uh, uh yeji and region yeah yeah but okay with that being said they performed <laughs> the the singing version where they sing but they didn't dance to yeah. the to yeah. what made that they missed the whole point of what that song and the studio tune thing blew up over anyway they did mm-hmm. that and then just as an example later they came they came back after a few band a few groups played and um performed their set um, I, I check. I I don't want to hog it. Did you want to input? What you're saying? What you're saying exactly how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. So, um, other highlights. Uh, Kepler came out. Uh, Rob mentioned earlier that Kepler had that dream stage in the convention where they had essentially tryouts, a competition for uh, members or audience members to eventually join in the in the, their performance on stage. And that's exactly what they did, um, which was pretty uh, who cool. Are you like, for? Who is your, who are you rooting for? What number? <laughs> 77 <laughs> that night. So, 77. 77. 77 if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. You, you did great. You did great. You were, you were a favorite. <laughs> but yeah, Kevlar, Kevlar came out, did that. They were, they were great. They were a fun watch for sure. Um, and then, you know, Lightsome cover another highlight. Lightsome did their thing, but they also covered um, G Idol's Tomboy, which was fantastic. Mm. Uh, and then I think the big, obviously, the big performances were saved for last with Inhype and Itzy and Stray Kids in that order. Mm-hmm. They performed and uh, they didn't disappoint. I mean, Inhype was was great. I'm not too big on them. I like a couple songs and they and they were fantastic. But you know, when Itzy came out, Me Trick and Bev. That's what we were there for. We had, we, we had our light rings out. Oh my God. That, that's something we had to check off our bucket list. And I'm so glad yeah. that we can. Do um, you want to talk more about the, the Itsy part of it? Yeah. So um, yeah, everything Chris felt, I felt too, being this being our first uh, big convention concert for K-pop. It's the one thing I appreciate is we went in all in on Itzy, right? Like we were there yeah. just like essentially for Itzy, right? But we came out 
appreciating every other group. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it was the atmosphere, because honestly, like, you get into it when everyone else is into it, right? Right. Like, the the hardcore ATs fans or the hardcore and hyping fans, like you don't have to be a fan, but once they get their light sticks out, you're like, oh, okay, I'll join in too, you know. Um, so it's more of like a a group effort. Uh, but yeah, no, it, everything about the concert, it, it, the the few gripes I had were the it just felt like it flowed a little weird. Um, yeah. Outside of ATs playing, you know, their whole album, right? <laughs> 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 Right. Outside of that, right. <laughs> there was a uh, technical difficulties. Oh my like gosh, there was. I oh, totally I'm, forgot. <laughs> don't forget, dude. That there was a mic that was gain that was getting gain like ten times more than every other mic, right? So you can hear all the breathing, and I don't know how, but that mic got passed around to like three or four different groups. <laughs> it was never fixed. Or yeah, never just take it that, out of the rotation. That's what drives me crazy. Why did why wasn't it fixed? Like we're, the whole stadium can hear it. I don't understand why they didn't swap it out. Yeah. Um, and then you know, camera camera uh, malfunctions where like there was a, <laughs> there was a segment where like they were they 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 were at two fans of what was it a hyphen right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Camera never left those fans, and it was just us staring at the fans, <laughs> and those yeah. fans staring at us for a solid five minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we doing like, here? What was supposed to happen was the fans, because they did this something similar on Sunday, but the fans were supposed to say who their ult was, and then the ult would surprise them on camera live and say hi, and the fans would be able to say something to them. But it took them so long to get a camera on and hyping that these two fans that were that's who that's who they're waiting for. The camera was just on them. It was the most awkward thing. We're just staring at these two fans. And <laughs> Leah from Itzy was the moderator at the time. And she was like, uh, what's, going, what's going on with the camera? Can we change the camera? It was painful, hilarious all at the same time. Just KCON madness all wrapped up into one thing the, the, yeah, the title of kcon um <laughs> were malfunctions um that was a theme but like so i mean ultimately though for for saturday and that being uh my first essentially my first ever k-pop concert right i know chris and rob have been to a few um but just being that being my first k-pop genre concert um it's a whole different feel like compared to like a Western concert. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if you guys feel differently, um, but there's just a lot more energy. Uh, there's a lot of energy for sure. Remember, yeah. I think the last concert I went to was like a Justin Bieber concert, but and I hate to say it, but I almost felt like I felt more energetic on, uh, on Saturday than I did at that concert. Yeah. There's a definite like energy that not only the performers, um, exude, but you can feel the people around you and who they're there for. And even if they're not there for them, they're still, you know, cheering, cheering their heads off for these other groups. And I think that like synergy of constantly mm. cheering back and forth and cheering for all the other groups on stage and especially for the group you're there for definitely, yeah, it definitely brings out a different, um, uh, mm -hmm. mood. Feel. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, one thing I was, um, that you touched on too is, uh, you know, even if you're there for like, we were there for Itzy, uh, it, it was cool just experiencing what the other groups had to offer. Even the rookie groups like Gravity and Lightsome, I think people were like really, really energized to see what they had to bring. Um, and they got mm-hmm. to showcase, you know, to a bigger audience too. So that was cool. Fifth gravity uh, spotting, by the way. Fifth time seeing Alan. <laughs> Let's keep the count. Gravity. Wait, does it go? Yeah. Does it get higher? Do you see them? On the- <laughs> Holy! I don't want yeah, to it gets higher. But- it gets higher. <laughs> I was gonna say we didn't say anything about Stray Kids, but I think me and Trick oh. understand the the hype. Like it's there. There. There's a reason there. They were last, right? There's a reason. They, yeah. They ended yeah. the show, the I, show super strong. I and I know I'm an unpopular opinion when I say that, you know, to me, fourth gen boy bands all sound the same to me. Uh, I, I see Stray Kids different now. I get it. I understand why Stray mm-hmm. Kids is, is dominating fourth gen boys. Oh, my, my, okay, wait, sorry, last thing on my end, right? Who's picking these songs, right? Is is Itzy picking these songs or is it their right, oh, manager? <laughs> the deep, deep bag? Itzy's deep bag? Is that what you're going to say? I, I would have popped pop for that song if I was there. What, uh, what is it? Surf? Or whatever that song surf. was? Yeah, surf. surf. Yeah. I'm odd, dude. Like, that's deep. That's a really deep track. It, that's I that's a good it. point. That's on my we didn't We I didn't mention it. what they performed. They performed yeah. uh, Sneakers yeah. uh, in the morning. In the morning. Uh, no, 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 no. In the morning was just like a cover, right? It was just like a quick snippet. Oh yeah, wannabe is one thing. Like a prelude or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dala ended with no, Dala so it, Dala. It, Itzy had a sorry, quick side note. Itzy had a game yeah, yeah. where they had to guess a, a, a song based off of emojis. Um, but what was cool was whoever guessed it did the dance. Right. So you had you had Ryujin doing solo. Oh my god. Oh, that was wow. the best. I melted. Fire. Jenny Lucky. solo. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> And I think Gedgy did um Gedgy did in the morning. Right. I think. And then Yuna did yeah. BTS Fire? Fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, but outside of that, yeah, you were saying Itzy did wannabe um for their main acts. They did wannabe, mm-hmm. uh Dollar Dollar, Surf, sneakers. and Sneakers, right? Yeah, yeah. So I can understand three of those songs, right? <laughs> <laughs> but of their entire like of their entire Dark library. Horse. The, no. he does, the, just the lights were out up, in that, in that arena up. and it, it was darker than that listen listen rob i understand switch things up but if if <laughs> yeah, you're in a lineup songs. of like <laughs> 10 groups and you only have four songs to play you play the hits or you don't play at <laughs> all play. it could have been anything it could have been loco it icy Swipe could have been swipe. It could have been swipe. It could honestly. Hey, sw- swipe is hype. Not swipe shy. is hype. Not shy. <laughs> yeah, not shy. shy. Tell not shy should have been played. Uh, by the way, side note. Yeah, that was they missed. Well, yeah, it sounded like you guys had fun on Saturday. And honestly, that was, like, that was I, amazing. I was tunnel vision when I was uh, picking my day because I was like, "Oh, WJSN, that's the day." And we'll yeah. I'll talk about why I didn't go to Saturday uh, in in our um like um sort of summary at the end but yeah yeah i would have went if i didn't want to spend another two something just to buy a standalone ticket for that day 
No, I, I want to hear about I want to hear about Sunday because I wasn't there. Yeah, so let's move on to Sunday. So that was Saturday's con- convention and concert. So let's move on to Sunday. Uh, Sunday we left the hotel in hopes of seeing, um, starting the day with Dream Stage Luna. And since we knew what was what the up and up was <laughs> with this, yeah. Now that we are veterans, we we knew to stay for <laughs> Dream Stage. So I think luckily Kepler or. Kepler had more contestants than uh, Luna Stage, and also it was a Sunday at a convention, so maybe people were just like, just not there in general. So, but they did like sort of lessen the amount of people that were in each round of the thing. But overall, it took like maybe an hour and some change for Luna to get out. But they came out and did the same thing where they were able to uh, sort of like do a little bit of of um crowd work and also just like do pick their picks for the concert for that night then we decided to stay for wjsn even though we we knew that there was only going to be two members coming out but hey this is my first time seeing wjsn like my one of my second groups that i've super stand um getting back into k-pop i was like i need to see this that i think we're in the same spot for we got there around like well, like 10 something. We were there until maybe two, <laughs> two o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Cause after, right. After the Luna stage was over, people cleared out. Um, and we got rail. So we mm-hmm. were right in front for WJSN. Yeah. But the, also the thing was that in the program, they only showed, let's see, they showed the KCON stage schedule, the KCON square schedule, uh, dance all day, and there's a fourth one whatever the fourth one was but it wasn't star stage is what it was yeah the small the smaller uh little boots that because artists did like incorporate the smaller boots into their schedules that we were standing at the at the barricade for waiting for wjsn just holding our spots and then for the longest time at this booth that had like this cat uh mascot come out we thought people were just like taking videos of the cat mascot but obviously i knew that some artist was going to come out and it turns out that and mix showed up that i was all trying to like tiptoe to see them i could only see the top of their heads but they were over there at that little cat booth or whatever it was called um but we stayed for wjsn they eventually came out around like 1 30 that um the two members i was i was sort of banking on yoram and maybe unso because I think Yoram is technically the main dancer and time to dance is them teaching parts of their dance. But out came Sola and Unso. They taught um, Last Sequence and not As You Wish. Uh, what was the what was like the magic the magic themed music video trick? I forget. Uh, unnatural? No, is not it unnatural. unnatural. The one where they're like wizards. Uh, save You Save Me? No. Secret. No, I wish. No, no. Come on. <laughs> I forget the but, but the one where uh Oh yeah, yeah, it was Save You Save Me. Yeah, so they taught that dance. Mm. And then that's pretty much all they did. They didn't really milk it out like uh Itzy did the previous day cuz Itzy was there like teaching uh sneakers for like forever. <laughs> so everyone was like And uh and wanna be, right? Sneakers and wanna be. Yeah, and wanna be with shoulders. Yeah, yeah, so they were definitely milking that out, but like uh WJSN they <laughs> they did what they needed to do and then they were out. Um and then after that uh quickly I will say I WJSN, I'm not as big a fan as you guys mm-hmm. uh, by a long shot. 
but the two girls that came out they were drop dead gorgeous like i couldn't believe how beautiful they were when they came out for sure i have to say that about everyone because like um Every called? K-pop idol ever? Not everyone. Not everyone. Ever. Not everyone. <laughs> no, no, the, no, the, no, the, the point in like um like yeah, we, we watch all we watch all these uh like music videos and stages and all this content, but like, oh they're pretty, but when you see them in person in general, like it's just a whole new world. Like that's true. Yeah, because I know you swayed your opinions on some people that you weren't too yeah. too big on previously. And we yes. can keep that keep that behind the scenes, but uh, I know because I I wasn't tall enough to enjoy seeing Itzy in person at the time to dance on Saturday. When I was watching, like, because um, as opposed to you guys, I went to go eat a burrito yesterday at at this like uh like highly reviewed place. But I was watching like TikToks waiting for you guys to get back, and then I saw a TikTok of the time to dance, and I was like. Wow, Yuna is stunning in this time to dance little on the convention floor thing. But uh, going back to Sunday, I think we were just like chilling around. Uh, um, eventually, it came to the drop the dance end mix at the dance all day stage. Uh, I think we were like just hanging out at the makeup aisle or something, or we were just late to yeah. the end, end mix thing that. The whole thing was just like swarmed around that we had to hold our phones up to be able to see. Uh, but yeah. they were doing like sort of like a dance cover battle between half the members. And then they went away for a little bit to rest because they were like doing that for 20 minutes straight. Yeah, it was crazy. I will say that stage should be raised yeah. so that people can see. Yeah, the only but, thing yeah, is yeah. with that stage is that that's where the cover dancers flock to. So it has to be easily accessible. And then I know the next big... The next big um, schedule was Relay Dance Battle in LA with Kepler at the KCON Square in the middle. Even though I know, I think you may have had your fill with Kepler that you probably weren't interested in. You were also just tired that I was like sort of camping out. What the what it was that it was like two groups, they were dance doing Relay Dance Battle to do this like conjoint stage with Kepler. During the convention, they didn't do it at the, at the concert because Kepler already went on Saturday. When they ended up doing it, because they were pretty much doing a relay dance with all of them combined together, uh, which 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 would have been a really cool experience if you were part of that uh, crew. But even though I was in the back, because with a relay dance, you had to run towards the back. So I got to see them like running back. They were always like waving at us. So that was a pretty fun experience. And hey, I got to see Kepler without even going to the concert. Other than that, it was just a we we're like sort of like we already had our fill of like the actual booths that it was just a matter of just like looking for the scheduling with uh, all the artists. So it was, it was just another day at the convention. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything to add on Sunday convention, Chris? No, by that time I was tired. I, I'm, I'm going to show our age, but by that Kepler stage, my back was ready to explode. That's why I sat down, laid down, mm-hmm. took a took a tiny nap. I had to forego seeing Kepler a fourth time <laughs> to, to, to rest <laughs> my back. <laughs> So yeah, that was Sunday convention. Let's move on to the concert. So in alphabetical order, surprisingly starting at L's, we have Luna, NCT Dream, NMix, P1 Harmony, Stacy, The Boys, TO1, and WJSN. I believe JO1 was supposed to be Sunday as well, but I think either they ran into health problems, most likely COVID. I don't remember what exactly, but they were supposed to be Sunday as well. Uh, J-O-1, J-O by, sick. <laughs> by the way, they were the first winners of Produce 101 Japan. 
Well, yeah, let's run through the uh, content. All, all the vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the broccoli. Um, all the yeah, broccoli. quick, quick, quick prelude to this day. I think for Saturday, we knew Stray Kids was going to end. Me and Trick were hopeful it was going to be Itsy to be the closer, but I mean, the the crowd was just yeah, you know, Stray Kids, and obviously, it's it's hard to fight yeah. Stray Kids. Mm-hmm. But for this yeah. night, I think we were not in the know about who would be the closer. But we were alone in that because the crowd definitely swayed one way. Mm-hmm. And that was NCT Dream, which was news to me. Ew. And Rob, apparently. Yeah, and I, I, was, I was sort of underplaying them for a little bit. I was like, NCT Dream, maybe if it was like you or 127. But hey, if you were there on Sunday, you would definitely know by the the green ocean <laughs> yeah. of light sticks. Yeah. It dominated for sure. But I mean, someone, it was either going to be them or the boys, I think we said, right? Yeah. But, but uh, the boys opened. Yeah, they opened. They did their one thing, went back. The moderators were from NCT Dream. Oh, that was something that was different from Sunday to, from Saturday to Sunday. So Saturday, all the moderators spoke English or had an English co-host. For Sunday, there were some times where both hosts only spoke Korean. Oh, so yeah. I was lost and I was like, OK, so when do I <laughs> when do I cheer? Yeah, that was a, I'm not sure. That was a change, too. I think it may have been technical difficulties, but definitely in the past, they were highly scripted that they had subtitles on the, on yeah. the big screens in previous. Yeah. So I think either, like I said, could have been like a like a mess up or they just decided to have Korean speakers. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I think, um, right. So uh, what reminded me what was NCT Dream were the main host, just like the uh, uh, Chan from um, Stray Kids. And the two guys they chose for one of the parts both only spoke Korean. And then after that, uh, I think it was P1 Harmony, Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, P1 Harmony, they had their big old crazy set. Uh, it, It was a boy group. Um, they did um their latest song. What was it called? But that was a catchy song. Uh, they they did pretty good because even um because I remember we on and during the convention they were at the Star Square, but we were like waiting for something else. That mm. their crowd was pretty crazy, and I didn't think that they had that big of a following until I saw it. That everyone's flocking to that square while we were waiting for WGSN, I believe. Mm. Uh, but yeah, um, they came out. They they showed up. Uh, who was after that? Uh, it was. I want to say it was Stacy at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really proud of the crowd for Stacy. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried because obviously they're still labeled as rookies. And I, as I was saying to Rob before the con and through the con, I thought Stacy is more of a niche group, Ooh. and I, just the people around me like Stacy. Boy, I was wrong. People love Stacy. Mm-hmm. I think this for the same reasons we like them. Their songs are all hitters. And so people were singing along to their songs throughout the arena and that was that was nice. Yeah. Even though I think they got yeah. like two songs. Yeah, which which is brings up the the um low side is that yeah, they did have two songs and I saw all over social media that people were bummed out and disappointed that they only had two, but I guess I I might attribute that oh they have rookies and um KCON tour maybe that's why they they were like sort of budgeted two songs mm. but cuz did you say Gravity had two songs too? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so it, so it was a rookie's thing. It might sure. be a rookie's thing, but that's unfortunate that a lot of us were there, or at least a big part of our group was there for Stacy. But two songs, which were, but they did the songs that we wanted, or at least they had to do "Beautiful Monster." But um, I didn't know that we were in the back because even though we sat uh, away from each other, we we're in the same like general half of the arena that they did because. You guys didn't bring this up, but they did like the past. They they would do one song one way and the other song the other way, even though I think they sort of gave priority to the quote unquote front where the main cameras were. Yeah, because like you guys said that some groups came out and did like one or two songs. Some people came out and did one like the ones who did one would face the front and then the next group would face the front again. The point of the story is that they turned around and did Run to You, one of my favorite Stacy title songs in in our direction, which I was pretty yeah, that was nice. pretty happy about. Oh, I was gonna say, um, how many songs did they play on Friday? I didn't ask. Stacy. Uh, oh, for rookies? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. They they all started with one each. And then um how did they do it? Then they staggered. Oh yeah, you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they staggered each other. I think four because they did one each and then um, they came out to sing and introduce themselves and then they did the games and then they finished with two each. So I think four. Okay, so it's a healthy amount mm, each healthy amount. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why they only got two. I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. And and they're scheduled to go on tour. Right. So I think they really want to sell those tour tickets. Uh, before we move on, let's, let's also mention the pre-show. So they had our favorite host. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> well, just, just, a, just a little bit now. Um, they had, um, I guess she's an R&B star. I forgot, I forgot her name, but, um, the host who was there hosting the, uh, Luna Dream Stage, she came out and did like a, one of her songs. And then was that it or was there another act? I don't remember. Uh, there was, it was the two, it was the couple. Oh yeah. They, um, uh, Brian and Ellen, Ellen and Brian, the cover dancers. Yeah. You're, you're good friends, Brian and Ellen. Yeah. They did that. And then they also did the whole, like, oh, present the winner for the business class trip to Korea for whatever company that was. So what was What were the last, the last two was it WJSN and then NCT dream. Yeah. At that point before NCT dream, they were like mixing like like one 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 but the one just before that was uh a collab between luna and and mix oh two members from each covering a song or yeah they covered uh mama moo's decalcome or whatever that's that word is i know it it was a heejin hyunjin from luna and soyun and Kujin from NMix. Uh some of the members that I'm not too familiar with. Also prior to that they had NMix do their uh two songs which is uh OO and Tank and then they yeah. also came out later to do I I'm, I don't even think you guys mentioned it the um sort of like cover the cover stage um for Ooh. who who was it? Uh you said in Hypen did Fire yesterday or on Saturday? No. I no I said uh Light Sum covered G Idol Tomboy. Oh but didn't didn't you guys say that uh someone did BTS Itsy. It was Itsy oh. during their game. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. cuz um 
on Sunday though, they they did a thing where like, oh, we're covering the like the most famous stages from KCON and then Nmix came out and then you're like, oh, maybe they're gonna do twice because they're they're JYP, but they actually uh did 17's uh very Aju Nice. Uh after that, I think WJSN had had a um, they did Aura from Queendom. I think that was still early then, in the concert too. Uh TL1 came out too. They did uh like drum in and something else. And then they also had a Psy stage. Uh they did um whatever that they, that. that that. And there was a little bit something problematic about it, but let's not talk about it because let's have fun. Um let's see what else. Uh Luna came oh, out. Who was that? <laughs> Who came on the mic just now? Uh, that was my alter ego. That was the other person. But um, the other guy, Luna, um, brought their the dancers that won the competition. Oh yeah, for yeah. Their, uh, yeah, yeah. So they they did uh, paint the town. Did they do paint the town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they okay. did paint the. It was town. so good. Paint the town is so good. Yeah. Oh, if 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 I gained any like that song slaps that that weekend, Luna's yeah. paint the town was is mm-hmm. definitely up there. Yeah, I definitely uh, like. Uh, what's that? Called? Early on in the podcast, I told I said the podcast. Was, oh, I'm not too big on Paint the Town, but it definitely it grew on me like crazy, especially seeing it live, seeing it live at the concert, and seeing it live here, especially having the uh, fans come up, even though they sort of botched the uh, one side of it because they timed it wrong, so they all ran on pretty late. Uh, but other than that, uh, who else came out? Let's see, the boys had their set. WJSN also like did um last sequence as and wish. as you wish. I don't remember if they had another song, but they came out in like full Versace, which is crazy. Do you guys like that format? The way the way like they come back. Yeah. Uh I think it's good for, for to mix things up. For WJSN it let them change outfits. Any other special stages that happened that night? Because they had the Luna, the girl group uh, collab that we talked about. They had TO1's That That Stage. And right. Mix did 17. And what are we already at NCT Dream? Because I know the boys, yep. the boys were the boys were right before NCT Dream. Because they had a I think they had like five mm. or four songs overall. The, no, and, just before NCT Dream was the collab with N Mix and mm. uh Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then after that we had NCT Dream, which they had like maybe a five or four, five or something song set, but they they did their set, and even though they said they're like, oh we're not done yet, they only did like one more song and it was already hilarious. Over. I don't know if that's a language barrier thing, but they totally were like, we're not even close to being done yet, and then they had one more song and then mm-hmm. they were done. It was like, no, you were close. That was it. Yeah, but Whoa. after that, it was just the <laughs> usual uh, walk around the stage, wave at the fans with tons of confetti. And that was concert night two. To round out the KCON, I have this segment that I picked for, picked up from one of my college classes called Positives and Deltas. And so it's sort of like a constructive way to sort of like gauge and hash out like what happened. Uh, so we'll start what off is, with positives. What, is, what hmm. does Delta mean? Change. Changes. Yeah. Yeah, So instead of like outright saying like, oh, parts that you didn't like, like you're saying like what you didn't like and what what you could change about it. 
that's what deltas is but yeah let's start off with positives and we can go in any orders we don't have to it, we just had like it split up into our names uh just so we could keep track but what is a positive that you guys want to talk about first uh i i think we all we, we all overlap on some of these but mm-hmm. i think one of the ones that we overlap on um is just the availability of the artists which mm-hmm. is incredible i don't i don't know if there's any convention like that um because in you know in the west if you're a, um, a movie star or a, um, a singer or a band you're untouchable right yeah. i mean unless you get mm-hmm. the vip thousand dollar ticket mm-hmm. um you're, you're just not getting as close and so for a convention yeah. like this to have your favorites and some of your not favorites just right there tend to listen to them and to be as close as we were to some of these girls and guys um, that it's unheard of. And it's incredible, especially for the price. If you can make it to LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. And like I said, like it's just for the price of the, like alone, the convention ticket. Cause obviously you could still get the like more premium stuff, like high touches and artist engagements and stuff. But just for the price of 50 something dollars, you could enjoy the convention and like, if you wanted to wait out or happen upon some some of them, they're just like right there going from booth to booth. But yeah, it's 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 really nice just seeing just them out in person. If you were like at the barricades, like you were like feet away from them. Yeah. If it wasn't for COVID, would we have signings like lines where people could sign merch and whatnot? Or is that not a thing? Uh, not signing or maybe there would there would be some signings because uh. Um, I think you could either because I know previously uh, like Star Square, for example, they used to be like uh, high touches. I I think they may have either been free or you had to like get into a raffle or you just had to like be there early. You could go down the line and then um, like high five or get things signed uh, by the artist. I I think like previously I've seen like Dreamcatcher from S9, usually like Mm -hmm. the like quote unquote smaller, not as popular groups. Uh, doing those kind of things but yeah but definitely i think covid like sort of restricted things like i think i heard previously that high touch artist engagements were supposed to be high fives but i think they changed the last minute to be high waves behind uh plexiglass and stuff like that yeah well, well not even like high touches but like not even high touches but like if i had a sharpie and I had a shirt <laughs> yeah can i just hand it can i just hand it to you <laughs> uh, it well, what if, it, it what, probably what if something's lost in translation and they just keep the Sharpie in the shirt? They're like, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no, because I, I, I know recently I saw a TikTok of uh, Kepler's um, selfie video at the dance all day uh, stage or area uh-huh. that someone at the front at the barrack or whatever, like the the border just had a Sharpie and then they had their um, photo card holder um, out for them to sign and Hikaru from Kepler just ran around and then just ran up and signed it. And then you could even see like at the end of the video, the, ma- the her manager like running up and like maybe trying to pull her back. But she was just there just having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other positives or did you have more to talk about the celebrities being out and about? Well, oh, so for me, yeah, yeah. So for me, um, well, I guess it come it. it it goes hand in hand with celebrities being out and about. I felt like the environment was safe. No, I okay. Honestly, from from a from an idol's perspective, if I were an idol and I was performing 
and or just making an appearance, I'd feel safe. Like I felt yeah. like the security there, I didn't I, I didn't feel like if I were an idol, like my life was threatened. You know what I mean? Like I had to worry, look over my shoulder. Like it felt like everyone, especially like the culture, I guess, like maybe it's part culture where everyone just seems welcoming and friendly. And not a lot of like weirdos. You know, it's just it's a safe environment for both goers and performers. Like that's that was the biggest positive that came that came out of that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of, well, I, again, it's like the it's like the good and bad, right? Where it, it did felt like there was a lot of stuff to do for like a one day type of event. <laughs> so for that one single day that I went to the convention, I got I I I was able to do everything, and I felt like I got yeah. my money's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back on the um, the artist point too. I was reminded by yeah. it when Trick was talking. Um, the it's not going to be like this forever. But what I like, which is not common in really big conventions these days, is if if your heart is in it to see whatever. If you wanted to see the dancing with Itzy, if you wanted to see Kepler on the, their stages, if you got there early enough, you're front row. Like that's not even mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. It, that's not an impossibility by any long shot. Whereas, you know, things like uh, at PAX or at Comic-Con or these other big cons in the West, it's still a gamble. Like you're probably lining up like a day in advance to do something or whatever in advance and still gambling on that chance. Whereas at KCON, if you want to see Kepler and be front of the line, you probably just have to get there like an hour or two, Mm -hmm. you know, early and you're you're guaranteed that. Well, I'll I'll talk about the the game corner thing um so this is this isn't very this isn't general this is a little bit more specific but definitely that cj little corner thing that they had um next to the kcon stage and the kcon square uh that was that was a lot of fun compared to previously because i think this is like the most like all-in-one thing that you could do for like a, like i think we we're there for like maybe an hour or something but you got to go and play with your friends at these other at all these booths and kill time that way. That was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, the whole like winning losing thing on the second and third day might have been like a little not as exciting because I think we all just ended up getting the same prize because I think the first day was when they gave out all the good prizes or at least early on in the, each day. Uh, so with. with positives out of the way how about we talk about some deltas things that could possibly change for the better in any future uh iteration of the convention anyone want to start i think maybe we should maybe we should start from before the convention so yeah even just trying to trying to figure out the ticketing system the website details on what you should or shouldn't buy in terms of a ticket what the tickets are so they did a good job of saying you know this ticket is p1 this ticket is whatever whatever but they didn't really describe what the tickets are supposed to do or if there are better tickets that you can buy elsewhere um because is it wasn't there a concept of like a what was it a, a, a not a vip ticket but there was a ticket that well, you so had to go through a, go ahead there so Everyone bought their convention tickets, right? Like that was the first thing to go on sale, right. right? This is this is like what started the whole thing for me. Everyone was able to buy convention tickets, and everyone did just that. A week later, 
they released <laughs> pre-sale tickets, <laughs> which included convention tickets plus the ability to buy uh, concert tickets before everyone else. Right, and everyone's that's, that's like, what it was. But I already have, I already have convention tickets. Yeah, well, you're out of luck. And so, but I was one of the people that coincidentally didn't buy their convention ticket yet. So I was like, Chris, I'm going to get this pre-sale. So I got the pre-sale and um, I got early access to get tickets, but the tickets were only GA. No one, nowhere <laughs> did it say only GA tickets, <laughs> but that's all that was available to me for pre-sale. So it was just a whole bunch of like question marks and you just had to do it to, to find out the answer. Yeah. As far as tickets go. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, so I know talking to Rob and looking on the forums and stuff, we were finding that, you know, we were trying to figure out what high touch is. First off, if you don't know what high touch is, you're, mm-hmm. you would have been out of luck because it doesn't explain <laughs> anywhere on the site what that is, what that consists of, only that you'd be paying $100 to do it for one particular yeah. artist. Um, and, you know, we were we were talking about how in years past, it was kind of a crapshoot. You buy one random ticket, and then there's this whole culture at KidCon of trading, um, you know, who you get for the for whatever artist you really want. So we, I, I was under the impression that that's the only option that they were going to do. But this year, they changed it up where you could have bought one specifically for the artist that you're interested in, and then they had different they had different not tiers but they had different things, uh, tickets for said times. So you could do a high touch for the artist, or you could be in the audience for the high touch for the artist. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't be doing the high touching or in this, in this instance, high waving. Uh, you would just watch the, uh, whatever they had planned and then watch people wave at them, which is kind of weird. Or you could buy all day audience where you can go in there any of the high touches and see you know whatever they're doing in there and then people waving at them but none of that breakdown was made clear until those were on sale and even then you kind of had to like ask around what does this mean what does this mean what does this mean so yeah i mean i think i think it all comes down to um what i think our main gripe is with uh this year's kcon is just I, i think I think it's everything is just so unclear, right? I think the three of us yeah. can agree that things could have been more clear mm-hmm. with what they were doing. And uh, not only what we just talked about, the pre-sale stuff, but also the convention itself. You know, Rob was talking about the um, schedules that they put out. We kind of had to decipher, okay, what is the dream stage? Or what does it mean that when it says Luna on there, are they, they going to come out or are they just practicing whatever, whatever? I wish like any other convention and it's apparently they did this in the past uh, where they had some sort of description of what that, yeah. that event was supposed to do or what that time slot is supposed to be. Cause otherwise everyone is just trying to figure it out. We're all just like chickens <laughs> with our heads cut off. Uh, running yeah, to Remember when um, we were waiting for whoever and then all these people kept asking me specifically, like who's going to be here. Who's going to be here. Like I was yeah. like a tour guide or something. Yeah, yeah, it got to the point where if you were in the back row of whatever you're waiting for, you were instructing whoever is going to be behind you what we're waiting for. It shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't. It was the most bizarre thing. Um, And yeah, more importantly than just understanding what the events are going to be, whether or not the artist is going to be there. Because 
you know, I think we lucked out and saw the ones that we wanted to see, but um, I would have liked to know that Itsu was going to be there for sure. Cause you know, it, I'm going to skip all this stuff before to go see Itsu for sure. Instead mm-hmm. of having our crummy, sp- crummy spot, <laughs> having to look through someone's <laughs> shoulder to see Yuna and Cheryon. But I mean, that, that's, that, you know, critiques that could make things better in the future for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, from, from my under or just from my experience, I don't think they have a, a form of communicating to Westerns. Like there was like no communication on any forums on any, on Reddit, on Twitter, on Instagram, like everyone had these questions and, and no one was getting answers. I don't think they have right. a, a comp team. And I think that's number one. Like these these questions could essentially be answered by like one or two people, right? Just gather all the questions and answer them on a pay, on a web page of some sort. Like it's not right. it's not difficult. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, it's yeah. Like I think we're on. I think we're on the same page. I think Hakon will grow from this, right? Like I I don't know other earlier iterations of Hakon, but but this version won't be this version like five years from now. Yeah, I I know in the past too they used to have a lot more um I guess like YouTube people, that kind of people like perform and other like singers and stuff like do stages like between like bigger stage like between the, like the artist stages. Like they had a bunch of like them like singing or dancing like dance cover groups and stuff like that. But I don't and there there's also definitely a bigger like influencer uh kind of a crowd coming through but i think it's just like bouncing back from covid which is what i'm thinking but uh going back to the uh ticketing system like i said earlier the biggest the big part of why i didn't go saturday night was because i fell victim to the unclear ticketing system because when you get through to the access website the first thing you see is day one and day two i was like and so right, I, I I know I got my tickets a little bit later than usual. I was like, oh, maybe they ran out of combo tickets already. It's possible. But so I went straight to day two because I was the, like, I was just had my eyes on WJSN. But when I came back like closer to the weekend, like a week or so out, I was like, maybe let's go check to see if day one tickets are are still available for cheap. But as I was looking, I saw like in the corner, once you're past, once you click day one or day two, in the bottom left corner of the page, it says, oh, combo ticket. So there are still combo tickets there. The only ones available like a week or so out was only P3. In my mind, it's either, oh, should I sell my P2 for a combo P3? But maybe I'll get a really bad P3. So it was already too late that it's either... I can't sell it or I sell it, but no P3s. So it was too much of a gamble that I was just like, okay, I'll just take my loss and go go just on one day. So that was sort of a problem. I think my big, uh, like my last biggest gripe is, and this is huge, and I don't know who I have to talk to to get this done. Like <laughs> anyone out there, give me some, give me some contact info. Alan. Why couldn't I, Alan, Alan, help me. Why couldn't <laughs> I buy anyone's merch? <laughs> like, what yeah. a missed opportunity weird super a, weird like so i get it okay so maybe not in the convention right because you know it's 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 random yeah i, I was buying i was buying merch for artists that weren't even performing i'd bought a dreamcatcher shirt 
from a random yeah. vendor, right? Fine, I get that. But I'm in the concert. Uh, I'm in the arena, and I'm walking around, and the only thing they're selling is KCON merch that I could have bought already at, at the at the convention. No, no, Itzy, no, um, Cravity, no, Allen shirts, no, anything, right? It's like, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't you, right? I, I always thought that was such a big um, aspect of concerts is, is selling that artist's merch, and none of it was to be seen anywhere. But uh, I'm with you, and and that's such a big thing of cons, right? Like, if yeah. it's an anime thing, everyone's there selling you anime stuff. Like for your favorite an- for your favorite anime for the voice actors that are coming, like there's just stuff to buy to blow your wallet on. Of- At this official, one, right, it was official stuff as put by the convention, or you're saying there's just vendors selling? Well, okay, I mean that that's it's vendors, but to Trick's point, like people, there needs to be stuff. Like there needs to be stuff yeah. for the the people you're going there for. Because I get it, it's it's a K. Uh, culture convention. So there's mm-hmm. going to be the the swaths of makeup booths. There's going to be food. But I mean, we didn't go there for makeup. We went there to see <laughs> the pop stars. So sell me right. the pop star stuff and pop stars right. bring your stuff. Like let make, give me a reason to spend thousands yeah. of dollars on your stuff. But there wasn't there wasn't any reason. Yeah. Any any other any other deltas? So and so, any other deltas? Um, it's not a hard delta for me, but it is interesting how many groups dominated the show floor. I mean, the positive was that there are so many of the groups out on the show floor, mm-hmm. but I, it was kind of interesting that um, some didn't make an appearance or a limited appearance, right? Itzy had Chair Young and Yuna out for one session, whereas Kepler was out there for four sessions and the rookies are out there for four sessions, etc. So I you know, it, it, there's probably a, um, a rhyme, to, a reason to the rhyme in, in terms of popularity versus how much face time you have to show out on the floor mm-hmm. but i mean if you're there for stray kids it'd be cool if one of the stray kids came out to say hi like why do i have to see Ooh, kepler twice that yeah. day when you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just like um to feed feed the masses not just mm-hmm. not just one one group I but like that. i don't know i don't know how scheduling works for these guys especially if you're like a stray kids or an itsy yeah i think it might be a popularity thing that Instead of having your biggest act slaving over, uh, rock, walking around the shelf floor, they're probably just there for the concert. Maybe even the tail, sure. tail end of the concert. Uh, so any other thing on KCON before we wrap things up on this KCON Super Edition episode? Oh, now we can now we can bring up my topic. Oh, yeah, let's my yes. great topic. Let's do my it. Hot, my hot take. Okay, guys. Hot top. Where there's a there's a strong chance that. Yeah, a lot of us are going back to back KCONs, right? Mm-hmm. I'm. Who do you want to see next year? What what artists? So I'm I'm thinking somewhere between three to six. You can name as many as you want. But which artists bring you back next year? Hundred percent guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Are we talking realistically? Real, realistically too. Okay. Real, realistically too. It's hard because I'm looking at past. I I don't even remember the last time like someone like twice came to a cake was there in 2018 the last 2018 yeah, the, yeah 18 two right? ones ago, four yeah. years ago right yeah but two so cake like, ago oh, okay yeah so i mean but like do are they like i don't know what the are they too big for KCON now or is anyone too big for KCON? like that's my question like oh, blackpink are we ever gonna see blackpink on here 
We won't. But uh, I love the question. I love the question because okay. I I would actually like. It sounds like to me first first impression of KCon. It's very um, uh, girl centric boy band heavy. Like like mm. the the boy band heavy hitters are coming, so the girls are coming to the convention. I would like to see someone um, big enough to pull to 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 be the closer. Or as a Stray Kids or an NCT Dream is an auto closer mm. this year. Like yeah. I think, I think Espa gives them a run for their money. If Espa's coming, it's an argument to say to say they're going to be the closer. You know what I mean? That's like so. That's I think spicy. I would like to see Espa come to one of these things. It's possible. And anyone else to follow up though? Is it just Espa? Like, and you're in a hundred percent? Ooh, am I in a hundred percent? I don't. Probably actually. Probably. Okay. Um, I, like I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, the obvious answers. Uh, I've. I mean, how we? You yeah. have to say them, Le right? Seraphim, um, yeah, yeah. Lacer- oh, Le Seraphim Eugene? for sure. New jeans. New jeans for sure. New jeans for oh, sure. Oh man. Get me. Sign me up but, already. But am I flying? Am I flying out? <laughs> if it's just new jeans and everyone that we've seen, I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> gravity, running back. Gravity, yeah, mm. gravity. Um, Rob, who are you? Look, who do you want to see? Uh, definitely my uh, Isa One uh, graduates, if even any of them were there. Um, but in in the past, like every year, like that I went, and years before that, I think even in 2017, there was like WJSN and Oh My Girl were there. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know who's in there. So that was. So this is the third year that I've been there. So that's four years. And then there's like six more years of stuff that I can't recall. But like like I said, any eyes ones? Um A A Pink. Oh, definitely A Pink, but they're not we're we're talking realistically, they're not gonna be there. If all why, my why gr- wouldn't they be realistic? Because they're already twelve years in the industry. They don't need a KCON to come out and promote. Hey, what isn't WJSN? No, they're not that old. Uh, but yeah, if like uh, if Stacy were to come out again, Everglow comes out. Um, Everglow. What if Stacy, Stacy, if Stacy comes out again, they're not a rookie, right? So they're getting three to four songs, is a safe assumption, right? Hope. But uh, G Idol could be, mm. G Idol could be another heavy hitter. Yeah, I don't think they're, I don't think they're closers, but I think they're close to it. They're like itsy, itsy level closers. Like maybe there's no one else on, you know, on deck. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I think my wife wants got seven at the next one. Rob, do you know any, anything about got seven? Yeah. I went to their concert. Uh, their last are they, concert. are they like, are they like stray kids level in popularity? Uh, it's a different generation. Uh, so I think like the fourth gen stands aren't that big on got seven as opposed to like, the people who grew who were into God Seven before that, but they're pretty big. Like I don't think they're gonna be like going on the floor, like say like NCT Dream. Like they're gonna be like just there for the concert kind of thing. But there's definitely a lot of positives with going with like minds. Like I, I can see why you might want to go solo if you're the only one in your group of friends that is into it. But if you go yeah. with like you know, the the three of us and our significant others and other friends are about this life. Um, it definitely ups the hype when you're around like minds. So 
hopefully you're able to go with yeah. friends if you do go. Uh, let's wrap things up there. So that was KCON LA 2022. Um, I know that they announced that uh, KCON Japan 2022 is coming soon, but we'll have to see. But I'm not sure how likely we are to go to Japan at this point. Are you considering going to Japan? I mean, as well. Rob said, now I'm going. Wow. I'm going now that wow. you asked me that. Hey, well, can I tell well. you who's going that might sway you? Someone that sings about cookies? New jeans. Oh, man. And I've. <laughs> and LaSeraphim. Oh, Wait, why didn't we get that? Well, because they're in the same time zone. All right, let's let's wrap this cheesy up, shall we? Uh, before we get to promotions, I'd like to thank you both for being on the show again to talk about KCON. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, definitely fun. we should get you guys on like a normal week to week show to like get our get more of our uh, little interests in line. But yeah, thanks again for showing up uh, to close out the show. Uh, we just got a few promotions. You can follow Idol Rumble on social media at Idol Rumble. You can subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. You can help us out with a five-star review on iTunes. You can catch my work at LobbyRumble.com. Uh, I know I have coming up my review for 17's Be The Sun concert. And and you can catch my upcoming review of Cards World Tour wildcard concert coming up. You can follow me at InvincibleRob on social media. Music's brought to you by Kevin McLeod of IncompTech.com. And that'll do it for this week's show. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Auto Rumble Podcast. Yeah.